the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of KDOW or its management owners or advertisers and should not be construed as legal tax or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision. I'm Rob Black, talking money, investing, and more. Thanks for listening to the show. I've always got seminars coming up. You can find out more about those by going to Rob Black's show. Rob Black's show. I try to make them infotaining. Doesn't always work. Sometimes when you look at actuary tables, you're actually looking at boring tables with data in them. Something I like to do from time to time is break from the script and not talk the economy. I could say general things about the economy and kind of like help guide you a little bit. If our economy is growing anywhere between 1% and 3%, it's fine. 2% is ideal to me. 2.5% is ideal. 3% starts creeping in on inflation. And inflation is the boogeyman. When it comes to investing, when it comes to your retirement, when it comes to anything financial, inflation could become the boogeyman. Wage inflation is nice as long as it's not too much because then corporate profits get zapped in a slowing economy and people get fired. So there's some issues to deal with. I personally don't like inflation where I live because there's more people. A friend of mine has sat on the sidelines for real estate for 10 years, and every year he sees prices going up 7%, 4.5%, 7%, 6%. And he's like, I should have bought. I should have bit the bullet, and instead of, of analyzing my brain, just get on into the game. So there's different types of inflation, right? Something I like to talk about from time to time is some of the successes that I see out there. Banking a million dollars is, it's a thought that sounds like a successful thought to me, Right? I would like to say I've got a million dollars in the bank. Quit your job, travel the world. Now, the funny thing about that is everyone's like, a million dollars in the bank would be awesome. I could quit my job and travel the world. You really can't. Because that's only going to pay you about $40,000 a year. And depending on where you live and how you travel, I guess, um, one of the best things you could do is is start tracking your money and don't have the herd mentality. Um you don't have to be like everyone else. You could drive a car for 10 years. It doesn't have to be replaced in three, which most people like. So they had a, you have a fear of missing out mentality, and I don't think you miss anything out. Um, the only reason I have TV right now is to watch sports. And, you know, it's a lovely feeling when you're with a loved one, a child, and they watch sports with you, and they put their hat on your shoulder and ask you questions. That's the only reason I have a television at this point in time. Um, For me, I find that I can keep myself entertained plenty enough by stuff on YouTube and uh, Vimo and other sites like that. I was watching um, the new video from Haim yesterday. Um, Three girls rocking. It said, new video from Haim. I'm like, I'll give it a try. Um, and then right next to that video, there was a video about how the three of them grew up together and how her dad, their dad loved music 
And they showed them like in their living room, which is, I don't know, maybe they were in Nebraska or something. It wasn't the nicest living room. And then you're saying, what do you have against Nebraska living rooms? <laughs> if you only knew. It was a cold night. The knife was sharp. Um, but it was kind of cool because at one point in time, they all start drumming together. And then you could see in their new song, they're, they're drumming together. And again, I, I'm not saying it's a song you're going to like. I'm not saying it's a band you're going to like. Uh, but when they're on Saturday Night Live four years ago, they owned it. And Haim's the band that has the three sisters who kind of look alike, which is kind of nice to see sisters look alike, right? Genetically speaking, like, yeah, they're they're from the same tree. But they're the band that has the bass player who makes what I would refer to as bass face. And it's pretty hilarious because it's tough to recreate. So, But if you Google Haim, H-A-I-M, bass face, um, you'll get a laugh out of it. So anyway, people have fear of missing out. And I like the millennials today because they're willing to say, you know what? I didn't grow up with a $150 cable bill. I don't need a $150 cable bill. I'm more than capable of watching 20 minutes of a new video and a little documentary put together about three sisters. And that's enough video for me. I'll go read a book. Now, they're a little bit annoying about it because they don't want a book book. They want books without wires and books without pages. So track your money. Don't fear that you're going to miss out on anybody. People are just making decisions in their life with what to do with their money. You should be able to make your decisions as well. Don't think you're going to miss out. Don't say to yourself like, oh, no, I'm not in the housing market. What am I going to do? Well, if you want to get in the housing market, maybe it's not the local market that you're in. I make 10 times more money than my father made in his best year. My dad worked 40 years, right? Um, now, I also live in an area that's more expensive than any other area they lived in. So why not take some of that extra money of mine and, and buy, you know, in an area that's not as expensive, which is, i.e., the rest of the world. So I'm not afraid of missing out. And if I get a place where I live, that's great. If I don't, I'm going to get a place somewhere else. Um, I'm a big fan of being content with less. There's that horrible song from the 70s. Even though we ain't got money, I'm so in love with you, honey. Um, that should be your mentality. But sadly, it usually isn't. And a lot of people have affairs because of money. Money that gives them too much power and money that is seductive because you don't have it. So um, live frugally. Um, I, I think you could do that quite nicely. And like the idea of buying a duplex where you live in one half and rent out the other half, I think makes tons of sense. And in this day and age, if you can buy a house and rent out one room or two rooms, if you don't need all those rooms, I think it makes a ton of sense. Um, but as your life gets more better and you get more money, don't let your cost of living inflate like your banking account and your saving account has. Um, happy is not material objects. So financial independence to me is happy. So, and I just hit a number in my savings not too long ago where I can now take my middle finger and, and flick it off and go, I don't need this anymore. So if I have a neighbor who happens to like to pee in the backyard, I can move. If I have a boss who, and, and this isn't quite true, makes me read commercial copy that I don't really want to read, I can say no, but also I want to be a team player. So 
Um, but I want to put a good, you know, disclaimer on it. So always try to stay the course. I think that's a key to getting successful in life. Um, try to build your cash savings. Try to build your investments. Try to build, um, you know, emergency reserves per se. And at some point in time, you're going to say, whoa, I've got an extra $12,000. I should have a new car or I should have something. So educate yourself financially. You had me hanging on a dream you never there you go. A little hame. So, I'll let them take us to break. I'll be back. I'm not back talking all things financial. Catch Rob Black and Rob Black and your money live on the Bay Area Airwaves. Weekday mornings from 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW and streaming live on the KDOW radio app or KDOW.biz. And don't forget the weeknight replay at 7. I'm Rob Black talking money, investing and more. Thanks for listening to the show. Delta said it's going to let customers send texts back and forth to each other. Forget about sending videos and or photos. We now are in the 21st century, and texts are fine. The service kicks off on Sunday. Delta is going to let customers send and receive texts in the air. Delta will support iMessage, WhatsApp, and Facebook Messenger. All kind of cool. I'm with it. Um, customers will be able to use iMessage, WhatsApp, Facebook while on the GoGo equipped flight. GoGo is a popular Wi-Fi platform that costs money, but customers won't need to pay for access to send and receive messages on those three platforms. DirecTV, this is one story that to me I find sad. DirecTV is going to offer refunds to customers who want to cancel over at the NFL anthem protests. That's got to make the NFL loco in the coco. NFL players taking a knee to raise awareness for social injustice has turned into a controversy that might cause the league to lose money. Um, DirecTV, the host network for the NFL Sunday Ticket, which is packaged for viewers to watch any game around the league, is going to allow some of its customers to cancel their subscriptions and get a refund if they cite the players' protest during the national anthem as the reason why. So Sunday Ticket is one of the NFL's premier franchises. earns about $1.5 billion a year in licensing revenue. Controversy over players kneeling during the national anthem picked up steam after President Trump called out the league during a speech in Alabama over the weekend. Trump then followed up over the next few days, tweet after tweet after tweet. In the world of tech, Amazon.com got its most bullish Wall Street call, a $1,400 price target, which is 49% above today's closing price or yesterday's closing price. Out of 42 companies that follow Amazon, they have the highest price target. They said Amazon is in the best position to use artificial intelligence and data analysis to dominate new industries. Given a strong customer experience, scaled infrastructure investments, higher user engagement, and lead within the cloud, they think Amazon is the best position to apply those uh, neural network advances across new vertical industries. So Amazon Web Services has a 46% of the infrastructure as a service commercial cloud computing market. Pretty darn strong. Trump is blaming Facebook or is saying Facebook is anti-Trump and says it's colluding with news networks in a tweet. Man, this has just been... I'm not going to say presidency couldn't imagine, but let's just say a presidency you couldn't imagine. Walmart unveiled a new baby product in an effort to attract younger customers. Uh, It would be interesting if they're actually selling stuff directly to babies instead of their parents, but enhancing this baby product line is something that's, you know, a consideration to woo millennials. Toys R Us, which is a leader in baby products, with its Baby R Us subchains filed for bankruptcy. The new and updated items that are going to be rolling out in January of 2018 are already on sale in a lot of Walmart stores. 
organic baby food is one of the bigger ones. Premium diapers, which is made in part from sustainable wood pulp. And baby wipes crafted from recycled t-shirts. Um, my baby deserves the softest. Uh, my baby deserves the softest. Uh, and you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Your baby will be okay. Shut up, baby! Shut up! Thank you. Baby products are big business. $62.7 billion in sales last year. So, baby's not going to go away because baby deserves the softest. My baby deserves the softest blanket. My baby likes soft blankets. Shut up, baby! Baby, shut up. Uh, pending home sales dropped 2.6% in August. Top realtor economist warns housing market has stalled. Dun, dun, dun. This is the fifth drop in the past six months and below expectations. That's a pretty big headline. Supply and affordability headwinds will have likely hold sales growth. Uh, just a tad above last year, but coupled with the temporary effects of hurricanes Harvey and Irma, sales now appear to fall slightly below last year. So housing market stall. Lowering full-year existing home sales forecast 5.44 million. Consistent drop in supply and spike in home prices. Largely blamed for the change. So we got that going against us. Which I would say is nice, but it's not. So... Um, elsewhere out there, the GOP is pushing their tax plan, which would trash the value of two popular tax breaks. Okay, so one thing hitting housing prices today is a stall in sales, but another thing hitting them is potential elimination of the home ownership tax mortgage deduction. So Republicans are talking about two things. Doubling the standard deduction would reduce the use of tax breaks for home ownership and donating to charities. Just 20% of tax returns currently claim those deductions. Nonprofits and home builders worry that having no tax incentive would negatively impact real estate and charitable giving. So, Tax Policy Center is estimating that the 45 million tax filers who itemize 38 million or 84% would opt for the 24,000 standard deduction because it would exceed the combined value of the other deductions available to them. Interesting stuff. No. The home build industry is concerned about, you know, reduced utilization of the deductions, what it would mean for home ownership and for charitable giving. It marginalizes the mortgage interest deduction. They think we'd see the effect where a small number of homeowners would benefit, and that's not the direction anyone's looking for with tax reform. Listen to this sad, sad stat, Mr. Zucchini in the refrigerator. Americans are spending an arm and a leg because they don't like to cook. 90% of Americans don't like to cook cost them thousands each year for some Americans going out to dinner is a treat planned and budgeted for. For others, it's just another Tuesday night, a Wednesday night, a Thursday night, and that's becoming the majority. All right, all right, all right, all right. The number of Americans who enjoy cooking is declining while the prevalence of food delivery startups um, and meal kit subscriptions continues to grow. 15% of Americans say they love to cook. 15 one five. Fifty percent they say they hate to cook. Thirty-five percent say they're ambivalent about cooking. So um, it's easier than ever not to cook. The average household spends an average of $3,008 per year on dining out. What you save in convenience, you lose in cash money. Cold cash money. Do it for the Benjamins. Um, right? Can I convince you or not? Take buying a lunch, for instance. If you go out 
to eat every day at work, you spend an average of $10 per meal. It comes to $2,500 a year. Making your own lunch, meanwhile, would cost you half of that. And thus, you would have enough money to fund all of your retirement. You'd have the sweetest chef as your best friend. I, myself, was more of a Beaker fan. Or whatever that flea shrimp thing was. I don't even know what the hell that was. So it's easy to start with a $10 salad once a day and end up with $30,000 credit card tab a year later. Majority of Americans can't afford such a costly habit. It keeps us unprepared for emergency. It keeps us having less money for retirement. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial money and investing more. Want the podcast with music? Find the link to the other version of the podcast by going to Rob Black's Twitter. His handle is at Rob Black Show. Listen to Rob Black and Your Money weekday mornings, 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW. I'm Rob Black, talking money, investing, and more. There's a drug-resistant malaria that is rising, carried by mosquitoes in the greater Mekong region started to become resistant to the main drugs used to treat the disease. Malaria still kills more than 400,000 people a year, and spread of resistant strain like this could kill millions. Southeast Asia is where drug-resistant malaria tends to emerge before spreading to other parts of the world. This would be great news if we're trying to kill off old people and cut down how much we're paying in Social Security and health care costs and disability costs. We need something to take out the weak, to thin the herd, to thin the people that we've promised things to that we can't possibly uh, deliver on. Are you with me or against me? Go mosquitoes. Go, go mosquitoes. So one of the worst things that you could do right now, in my opinion, is freeze your credit. Um, It's just not the way identity theft is going to hit you. Only 4% of identity theft victims had a new account open in their name, which is a credit freeze would protect. Freezing your credit is not going to prevent the most common form of getting into your accounts. You need to tie up your accounts to be alerted when new credit is open, whether it be Credit Karma or Credit Sesame. Um, I put my credit cards into my Apple phone so that anytime there's a transaction over $15 or $30 or $100, whatever it is that you want, you will be notified uh, via text. So monitor your credit accounts daily or weekly. You could use mint.com, which is a great aggregation. Um, it logs a lot of your accounts and make sure all the charges were made by you. You want to file your taxes early. You want to use secure passwords and two-step verification. Uh, credit Karma or Credit Sesame um, is a free credit monitoring service. And then check your credit report annually, annualcreditreport.com. You can do it three or three times with the different credit bureaus. Um, and then also, like, Change your uh, identity verification questions. Don't do the road that you grew up on. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial money, investing, and more. Don't be shy today. Anything that you want to talk about, we can talk about. There is a problem where I think people tend to sugarcoat the housing market. The nation's housing market is unhealthy, and yet people talk about how great it is. It's increasingly mismatched with today's buyers. Home sales are falling because demand is on the low end where there are too few homes and the homes that are available are very expensive. There are currently over 8 million more renter-occupied homes than there were in 2007. We are not in a healthy home market. Uh, The recent home sales data has been reflected at a slower pace that is due more towards a pushback on pricing. 
it's time we stop sugarcoating the truth with the data that, you know, builders say more affordable homes is the solution. But the cost of land, labor, materials, and regulatory compliance are just too high. Buying conditions are great right now. Jobs and incomes are growing, and rock-bottom mortgage interest rates are help keeping financing costs low. Um, so I'm not going to sugarcoat it for you. So it's going to um, become a problem. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial. Let's talk a little more real estate with Tony Mendez, BayAreaLoanSource.com. Joining me now, Tony Mendez, BayAreaLoanSource.com. What would you say is the most blue-collar job you've ever done a loan for in the, um, Bay, in the Bay Area? Because I'm fast. So I'm like technicians, I'm um, plumbers, electricians, um, you know, so anybody with any kind of technical degree like that or technical skill. Um, they get paid pretty well. There's some really good paying jobs here in the Bay Area with some sort of skill set. Okay. Uh, and, and that's one thing that I have noticed. Um, they're not going to be, you know, waiters, they're struggling. Um, you know, a hairdresser's going to struggle. Yet, I, my hairdresser, he owns a house in, in Union City. Um, him and his wife are both hairdressers, so, but they bought at the right time. So. If I ever see your hairdresser, I'm going to slap her <laughs> or him. They're, they stand right next to each other, so you, you do it all in one swing. You offend. Your hair is offensive to the concept of being hairdressed. Speaking from a guy who has a hat on right now, come on. Um, it's part of my uniform. So. Go! <laughs> <coughs> actually, lost my, actually made myself laugh there. Um, I would slap your hairdresser. So. <laughs> You greatly offend me. I think probably because you're calling him a hairdresser. That's probably why he'll be offended. You don't have to slap him. Well, no, no, no. Like, the person who cuts my hair, she lives out in Mountain Home. Mountain House? Mountain House. And um, she drives an hour and 20 minutes a day. And if there's traffic, it's an hour 40 kind of thing. And that's where we're... That's But she she owns. But that's where she can afford to own. Um, so I'm always fascinated as to who's getting loans and who's not. And uh, where's the furthest away from the Bay Area? What's the furthest area that you've done a loan for? Uh, San Diego. San Diego, really? And Fort Bragg. Fort Bragg, Texas? Isn't it Fort Bragg, the one up in, uh, up north, way up north? Oh, that, oh, oh, that Fort Bragg. I thought you were talking about Fort Bragg, Texas. You're talking about the one with two G's, not one G. Something like that. Right. So I'm still... A lot, of, a lot in Sacramento. I've done uh, Green Valley, uh, Sacramento, Tahoe. Is Sacramento tough to get a loan done for because it smells like an armpit? <laughs> no, no. When you do a loan, I don't have to go there. When you do a loan in Sacramento, do you show up like... Some people show up with a, like a real... I have a feeling I know where this is going. Some yeah. people show up with a realtor's bag of like... Like a... I don't know. A nice tape measure kind of thing or something like that. When you show up, do you show up with like deodorant? <laughs> To, to, uh, for sac- in Sacramento. Toothbrush, toothpaste, all that? Yeah, yeah, in yeah. Sacramento. Yeah. So, yeah. It's Stockton. Did you know it's best to put on deodorant if you're going to put on deodorant? What time of day do you think? Noon? I Night, have no idea. Nighttime. Okay. Little known fact. So, <laughs> did you see the Zach Galifianakis? That's what the smell is. <laughs> did you see the Zach Galifianakis uh, between two ferns, Hillary Clinton interview? You were, you had mentioned it. No, I haven't seen that. Great. I just want to set the record straight. Greatest question is when you ask her. So, so if you get pregnant, does that mean this Tim Kaine guy is going to be president for nine months? <laughs> it's just she played the part of did I really get myself into this really well, which is part of the whole shtick. But anyway, it's kind of how I feel when I come to your show. That's the point. That's what I was trying to say. Yeah. So, 
you take people in Stockton or Sacramento deodorant. So anyway, um, Tony Mendez, you can find him at BayAreaLoanSource.com. He's actually did my loan that I closed last month. Uh, it is a process. It is a chore. Um, it is more than you're going to ever expect. Same thing with the trust. Same thing with investing. That's why financial professionals, a good mortgage lender, a good estate planning attorney, a good financial planner, a good friend who's worth money, um, they're worth gold in your life because they've been there, they've done that, they know the processes, and they can help you through them. You can find Tony Mendez at BayAreaLoanSource.com. That's BayAreaLoanSource.com. Remember, Rob Black, talking money, investing, and more. Anything that you want to talk about, we can talk about. Um, we can talk about big IPO this week, Roku. Um, as more than a dozen companies plan U.S. listings between last week and this week, one of the ones that catches my eyes is Roku because I'm a tech guy. I grew up you know, kind of liking the technology world and starting with Atari 2600 and slowly moving up. So when you see a Roku... You're like, that's just a box. Um, yeah, they've done some nice things with, you know, getting into TVs. And they've done some nice things with, you know, they get a piece of the action when you subscribe to things that are subscription-oriented on streaming TV. But I just don't feel it. Um, streaming TV 2.0, you know, how they make straw into gold. I'm not quite sure where it is that they're going to hit their home run, per se. Following Monday's retreat on the stock market, Tuesday's turnaround lacked a little bit of gusto. Wednesday, we look at things and we start going, okay, what's going to be the left? Nike um, lower after the apparel company topped earnings expectations um, on very scant revenue growth and issued a disappointing gross margin outlook for the next quarter. Um, The shoe industry is in trouble right now. Adidas has got some problems with bribing coaches on the college level. Um, Nike has some problems with China's growing great, but the U.S. is stagnating. So there's issues there. In the world of oil, a lot of people are now expecting oil to have a big pop to the higher side, according to data coming out of the API, the American Petroleum Institute. Um, We're seeing oil move slightly higher. Micron Technologies in the news, uh, better than expected earnings report and a pleasing outlook, pushing that stock higher. That's in the news. Um, 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Cisco is cutting 300 jobs at its San Jose headquarters, which doesn't freak me out because that doesn't sound terribly bad. Um, but uh, it's no good. It's no good. So... Um, Target yesterday said that they're going to up minimum wage. So this year they're going to up their minimum wage from $10 an hour to 11 They're going to reach $15 by 2020. Um, they're going to try to turn over and attract 100,000 seasonal workers in a tight labor market. Target's making a long-term bet that by becoming an employer of choice, it'll make both employees and customers happy and allow it to thrive. I've got a friend who works at Whole Foods, and she is pleased as punch. She just loves working there, which is interesting. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. My personal opinion, Target's going to have to move to kiosks to compete with Amazon in the long run. You can find me online at robblackshow.com. That's robblackshow.com. Don't forget, there's another hour of today's show to listen to. Find it now at kdow.biz or on the KDOW radio app.
So on Fridays, I do a market update on Facebook Live. I typically talk about some really great idea on saving money. Um, I want to get you to retirement. That's the number one goal. So I want to talk things through. I want to answer your questions on what you, I expect out of the market and such. One of the things I like to talk about is there's four things that can move. There's four types of stock. There's momentum stocks, there's growth and in, there's growth stocks, there's growth and income, and then there's income. Momentum stocks are stocks that can move five or ten points in a day. And for no big reason, it can gain a billion in market cap. So um, growth stocks, you know, they're, they're going to be half the growth of a momentum stock. It's not just about revenues. It's about margins and potentially earnings. Growth and income is definitely about earnings and where the stock is traded in history. And income stocks are all about how you're going to pay your bills in retirement or how you're going to pay your bills now that you have enough invested that you don't really need growth and income or growth or hyper growth now or momentum. I think you should have a variety of all those stocks at various points in your life, more momentum and growth when you're younger, more growth and income and income when you're older. Um, that's the basic idea, but that's not going to one-size-fit-all kind of advice. Let's talk a little more momentum stocks with CFP Chad Burton from his morning show this morning, 6 a.m. to 7 a.m. here on AM 1220, KDOW. Let's talk a little bit about uh, momentum stocks. I was recently asked just seconds ago, what is a momentum-based stock? There's actually ETFs around momentum nowadays. And momentum is very important when it comes to investing because – you might hit a, you might buy a stock and it might go past your target in terms of fundamentals. What I mean by fundamentals is a big one is price to earnings. What is the company earning per share? So it's price per price divided by earnings, all right? So right now the S&P 500 is trading at if you look at the earnings that's expected over the next 12 months, it's 17 and a half times earnings, which is one of the it's 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 higher than it's been in the last 10 years it's getting to the point where it was in 2006 and 7 and in 1999 um but many stocks are trading at much higher pe ratios like facebook 37 times uh the last 12 months the trailing 12 months um so the fang stocks if you look at Amazon, for example, if you look at what it's trading at on a P/E ratio, 241 times trailing 12 months earnings. So momentum stocks are stocks that are expensive when when you look at them as a price to earnings, but they're just continuing to push higher. That's a momentum situation where it's an expensive stock. People are paying more because the stock is continuing to go up, or they're growing revenues much more quickly than other firms. If you look at Facebook. Their revenue growth is blowing away most of the S&P 500, so people are willing to pay a lot more times earnings, a lot more for the earnings on that type of a stock. So that's that's a momentum. Now, value stocks are stocks that have a much lower P/E ratio. Now, sometimes they're there for a reason. Revenue's declining. If you look at something like IBM, you've had really no revenue growth. They just continue to sell off pieces of their business and cut costs just to stay where they are. Um, you have oil stocks. Oil stocks val- considered value plays right now, but also it's because oil, there's so much oil now. Maybe that's warranted. Financials hadn't been making a lot of money because interest rates are so low, but if interest rates go up, they're considered a value play that could turn into a momentum play later on. 
typically what happens when you have this big divergence between especially small cap value and large cap growth or more momentum oriented stocks usually that doesn't spell good news for the large cap growth of the momentum area over the next one to three years either you have a correction or the small cap value or more value oriented stocks catch up so if all you own is momentum at this point where everything is getting somewhat expensive you need to do some rebalancing and pick up some value now value could even be overseas international developed emerging markets fundamentally pe wise still cheaper um, and if the dollar stays where it is they'll probably outperform if the dollar rallies big time then that could put pressure again on especially emerging markets now let's see let's talk about real quickly before this show ends some of the things i wanted to talk about what's putting pressure on people's retirement one of the big ones out there is gray divorce and this is one I've got to fly to Montana in two weeks to actually help mediate a gray divorce. And what that means is basically divorce after retirement. Some people say divorce after 55, but this is a lot of times divorce after retirement. Retirement is a very large life transition. It's often more difficult for people than divorce or being empty nesting. And so people change a lot in retirement. They find new things to do. And if you don't share that with your partner. That can be very, very tough. So a lot of marriage counseling should happen prior to retirement. Great divorce is very expensive because people tend to fight and fight and fight and spend a ton of monies on attorneys just to have everything split in half anyway. Nobody cares about your story or who did who wrong once you go to court. So you might as well be level-headed and split the assets the way the court's going to do it anyways and stop paying attorneys hundreds of thousands of dollars to do this. And I'm Rob Black, talking money, investing, and more. Thanks for listening to the show. Anything that you want to talk about, we could talk about. iPhone 10 delays are being blamed on a snag in facial recognition hardware. Um, October and November are the ramp-up type of months. Um, they'll have tens of thousands of units, but that might be one you want to grab and sell on eBay because there's going to be a shortage. Amazon got its most bullish call yet to date, a $1,400 price target. Whoa. Um, that's about 50% higher than it is today. Whoa. Do you have a shopping list ready for stocks that you want in case the market goes hectic on you? I do. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial. Find me online at robblackshow.com. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.